Hello and welcome. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique Dust. Woohoo! And we are following the gorgeous, gorgeous, delightful drama series that is Downton Abbey. So we have so. just watched the lovely, lovely episode two of series one of Downton Abbey. Yes. Oh, it's quite oh, this, the comedy factor really, <laughs> really cranked up on this one. Well, I could hardly hear anything that was being said in this episode because you were too busy guffawing, guffawing <laughs> in my ear. So in, the, in this episode, there's, there's quite a few the sort of the delightful one-liners from Maggie Smith, and she's just like chewing this the, 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 the scenery. Scenery is just lovely. Um, the 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 Robert Crawley um, has now got his cousin. It's like third cousin. How many removed? Yes, um, that, which is uh, yeah, uh, Matthew so, Crawley yeah. and Isabel um, sort of Crawley um, to come up, and they've been given a house. Yes, yeah, so they've been given use of Crawley House, which is in the village. Yes. So it's a it's a modest little little place. So it, it start the arrive arrival comes with them in this like sort of. Car, a motor a, car, a, a motor vehicle, a motor car, and they are greeted at the driveway by um, by Mr. Mosley, by Mr. Mosley, the butler, the butler, stroke valet, stroke what have you, and Matthew Crawley is a little bit sniffy. Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, up till that point, they've 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 managed to scrape by with just a cook and a maid. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's what I found really amusing. So, so what, we don't what, need a butler. We just Need a cook and a maid. So oh, awesome. sorry. Is <laughs> but it it is very very lovely, and say is uh, say uh, Violet um, is obviously is not very happy about it. But Isabel knows how to act um, around this higher echelons. She she's very aware that she's come from middle class, upper middle up, class, upper 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 middle upper class, middle class um, environment. And uh, so she knows how to hold herself, carry herself, and behave to a certain extent, which will lead to a little bit later. Yes. Um, so they arrive, the house looks delightful, very, very yes. lovely. The, the maid apparently has been working wonders on the sitting room. On the sitting room, yes. So, and it did, it, in fairness, it does. I mean, I'd be yeah. super happy with that house, a crawling yeah. house. I'd be happy with yeah. the dowager's little, little, little mini mansion. What, the little mini mansion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the end of the drive. So, so they've arrived, and Matthew has uh, concluded, rightly or wrongly, that. One of the daughters is going to be shoved <laughs> it's, it's in, going his to be direction. in his direction. Uh, cue Lady Mary arriving to invite them to just when he was saying said so, about said shoving. So like Oops, hurling three of the daughters in his direction with the hope. Um, so so Mary, to say they don't quite hit it off, no, I think is. But they're, they're, oh, it's sizzling chemistry. It really is. It? <laughs> <laughs> But you see chemistry wherever you look. Uh, no, you? but it, there, 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 there is quite a, a, a delightful. She, she turns up in a riding gear just to invite them down to the house, and is very uh, <laughs> uses the same wording that he uses while discussing yes. with his mother. Yes, because um, they're invited. They're invited to dinner at eight o'clock. At eight o'clock. Rather late. Well, I'm. I don't move in aristocratic circles, but I imagine that's a, a normal time for. 
for posh dinner parties, surely. Uh, yeah. If it's earlier than that, then you're having a having an, an boiled egg in the nursery. <laughs> yes, with some, yes, with some soldiers. Or some tea and crumpets served Ooh, in the dining room. Now I want tea and crumpets. So, uh, <laughs> it's... It, it, the, the chemistry between the two of them, because Mary just swipes back using the same word as he used with regards to um, how he's going to be winched across uh, sort of in, into the path of these oncoming daughters. Yes, um, and that's not quite how Mary seems to seems to see it. She, well, we'll come to that later. But she apparently has bigger fish to yes to 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 fry. Yes, yeah. Um, so there's a bit of business between, I guess, Matthew and Mose. Mosley, um, because um, yeah, so because well, he Mosley wants to do his job. Yeah, and he wants to dress uh, Matthew. He wants to sort his, out his cuff links. He wants to do all the the stuff that he should be doing. But Matthew is 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 kind of reluctant. Well, to, he doesn't to do really, that. I mean, to be fair, I don't think he really knows how to how to do it. how to behave around a, mm. a a valet or a butler if you know if you've never. If you've never had one, no. then so I mean, I mean, this whole episode is about adapting. I find uh, yeah. it's ad- adapting, it's settling a- into adapting and changing life. to the, the the environment. I mean, so the, the upstairs story is sort of Matthew and Isabel arriving and being introduced to the family. Yeah. And so they go along for the dinner party, which and then we've got all the staff then, on one side. Um, and, and then the, the, the family, family on, arrive on the other yeah. side, and and Isabel perhaps not unreasonably expects that um, the Dowager Countess is the one that she might have most in common with, being ladies of a certain age. But that doesn't seem to be how Violet uh, <laughs> no. views views uh, so, that. So how should we? <laughs> how, sh- how should we? How should we address, address each other? other? Well, 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 how about Lady Grantham and Mrs. Crawley for a start? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yes, Lady Grantham and uh, let's see, was that, what's her name? Uh, yes, uh, Mrs. Crawley. Mrs. Crawley, yes, Mrs. Crawley. So, <laughs> which is like, ooh, ooh. But, 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 but the thing is, Isabel, uh, Mrs. Crawley, Matthew's mummy, um, holds her own. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things that we learn in this episode is that she is not backward and coming forward. forward and she is you know she's uh was a doctor's wife she trained as a nurse yeah she, she served as a nurse in the boer war mm-hmm. um she's not someone who is going to just just smile a, and nod and, no. and take what's handed out to her and be happy with it and we'll see a little bit of that late <laughs> later on yeah um, it, it's so around the dinner table it, 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 it was probably the one of the best lines ever when so So Matthew is discussing that he's got a job lined up in Ripon in Ripon as a solicitor solicitor. much to um, family consternation yes because Robert is like well you're meant to be running the estate well I can do that I can do that in sort of my spare time spare time and and the weekends the weekends and And a a look of puzzlement crosses the face of of of, um, (laughs) Of the Dowager Countess. <laughs> the Dowager Countess. What is this? What is a weekend? What is a weekend? Yes. <laughs> Which I think is probably one, certainly for for us, is probably one of the most memorable memorable lines, and, and one quotable. that has been quoted by us on what is a weekend on many occasions. What is a weekend? <laughs> 
What is this weekend? Of which um, you speak, and it becomes apparent that um, that uh, the dowagers uh, is the president of the local co- cottage hospital, and uh, that's that the subject is brought up um, because obviously, so Isabel wants something to do, and she's got her nursing and was married to a doctor and X, Y, and Z. Um, and then it comes up with the the, the, the hospital, which the, the the Crawley estate has actually sort of given a building and yeah. gives a certain. So Robert's of money. father donated the building, and, and they're given an an allowance. Yeah, but um, and to get some money from the government. Yes, uh, Lloyd George's um, national insurance bill has now been enacted, which doesn't seem to really please the aristocracy because well, it costs them money. Yes. <laughs> So, but uh, so and it's it's sort of sort of the um, the dowager is very uh, um, likes everything in her way, and now she's seeing change. Yeah. And Isabel sort of would like to to go meet the doctor, yeah. and just talks about oh, how much do you give? And I say oh, talking about money at the dinner table and everything. So it's well, just like what's to be, weekend? To be, to be fair, about? talking about money at the dinner table that is not. Yeah. It's not very classy, really. No. But Although sort of dinner parties are always going on house prices, so that seems to. I mean, I remember way back when um, we so we used to. I used to go to dinner parties and people were saying, "Oh, well, I bought this buy to let, and it earns more than me." Um, with regards to rent and, well, <laughs> and that equity, that growth. doesn't happen anymore, does it? <laughs> People are mortgaged up to the hill and paying massive insurance. Uh, anyway, interest. one should not speak about. We should um, speak about money. Money yeah. at, on the podcast, round so, the podcast table. So, and the, then there was a lot. The the, 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 the Lady Mary and Matthew just haven't set each other up. I would say, so Lady Mary has been told to be polite to to Matthew. Um, but she's not. And she's, sorry, she's superficially polite. She's she's not. But taking barbed comments. Yes, yes, and she you know she tells to talking about Greek mythology where she's casting herself as the, the princess. The princess that's being sacrificed to the sea monster so, and casting um, and, and being saved by by Persius. 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 Um, and then Matthew said, "Well, it depends what the princess is like and what the monsters like, yeah. doesn't it?" Really, I need to know more about that before I could make a, <laughs> a judgment. <laughs> yeah. or words to that. So generally. everyone around the table knows exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. um, well, I guess Matthew, as a successful solicitor, he's not—he's mm. not stupid. He might not be uh, familiar with the ways of the aristocracy, but I think. We can say he certainly knows how people work. I mean, the butler was, let's say, I mean, it's, it was Thomas, I think, that he was serving the food. And he's, uh, and, he's, he, and he hands over the, the platter and, and well, instructs he, Matthew. He holds, I'll hold it I'll, flat. While you, while you help yourself, which is rather presumptuous. But that, well, the thing is, the, in the household, they do help. They're not served. They're not silver service. The, the food comes around and then they, they, they take what they want off off the off yeah. the platters yeah. um but I, I, I what i got from that is that matthew was well aware of how that works and did not require instruction no. from, from a from a footman from a footman right? i think it's yeah there, there, there does seem to be a bit of a prickling where the staff don't like the the, the sort of 
or don't like the interlopers. Well, certain like certain members of the yes. staff. Well, we'll get on to the we staff. We will get on to so that. We, so, we, uh, so, the, so we're going to focus on upstairs. Up, up, the upstairs for the moment. For the so, moment. So we have um, Isabel goes to the hospital. Yeah. So Isabel's casting about for a job. She doesn't or something to do. Something to do because she doesn't want to Just sit at home and do needlepoint and entertain the Dowager Countess. No. Who would want to do that, frankly? Um, so, so yeah, so she trots off to the, the cottage hospital and meets the Richard, doctor. Richard, Dr. Richard Clarkson. So she meets Dr. Clarkson. And um, she's, she's very knowledgeable because she's been a wife to a doctor and, and is always keeping, her up to, up, keeping herself yeah. up to date with regards to new technologies and what have you. And it would seem that she is, in some respects, a little bit more up to date than Dr. Clarkson. Mm. Yes, because Dr. Clarkson is just like very sniffy yes. about... Because there's a, there's a yes. chat with palsy. Dropsy. Dropsy. And which is a heart, which, well, in this in this case, it's a heart condition, fluid around the mm. around the heart, um, which uh, well, Doctor Clarkson essentially writes that off as as it's the chap's going to die, going to die. And Isabel, on their hand, says, "Well, so you can drain the fluid, put the adrenaline in, and it'll Rob kick your start, uncle kickstart the heart." Oh, well, that's newfangled. We don't want to get people too used to that. Um, and yeah, we don't uh, expect people to get used to using new technology in this hospital. No, no, we'll just let them let, let, let them let them die. Let, let, them, let die. them die. Be cheaper. Uh, as, so Isabel is quite sort of miffed about that. So she managed to acquire adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. She know. doesn't. She doesn't let it drop. Drop. She no. doesn't let it go. She's very very tangible with yes. regards to that, and quite rightly so because yeah. someone's. Because yeah, the person who's in the hospital is one of the farmers, and the wife there, and he's got he's got a farm, and he's got a family to look yeah. after. So if he dies, then the wife will be out on her ear, or and the we'll family will be left destitute. Yeah, so basically. which is so sort of stark reality of life in, in the Edwardian in nineteen twelve. Yeah. Um, so uh, so the storyline, she managed to get the adrenaline. So I don't know how. So maybe just mail order of adrenaline at that time. It's like, oh, what shall I have? What shall I order? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I suspect that she went to the pharmacy and asked the pharmacist to order it. Right. So. They did. They did have. Well, they did have chemists. They did have chemists back there. back then. <laughs> this is a, not go to the dark web. No, she didn't. No, <laughs> no she didn't. She didn't get it from a catalogue. So, uh, so the uh, the dowager is not very happy that she's stepping over. So an area her environment, but the doctor is thinks right. Well, I've got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. um, the the he's basically he says to the the wife who's there and the husband. Like, <laughs> yeah. So this sets up the first conflict between Isabel and Violet. Yes, really. So, um, so uh, a Violet just wants Isabel to buzz off and and, and instructs. Dr. Clarkson, to get rid of her. Yes. Um, as your president, I I demand that you get rid of her. But Dr. Clarkson doesn't. He's, Dr. Clarkson speaks to Robert Crawley, and Robert Crawley says, well, no, no, no mind of, my, of mother, I will back you up. Um, and so I think which is quite comforting for the yeah. doctor, because obviously the doctor's taking his instructions, because his salary comes from... Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the wife is given the option. The, the yeah. Violet is made aware that this this procedure is going to be happening. So 
rushes in. Well, in the hospital, it does seem very, very much like the aristocracy can come and look at the look at the ale, look at look at the sick, just roll, roll in while the procedure's being done. So this procedure looked really archaic. It was just like sort of punching into the chest. We didn't actually see anything because obviously it's dead. No, we just we just saw the the copious amounts of fluid. fluid. So we saw the fluid, and then we saw the uh, the wife getting distraught and and uh, Isabel. Um, sort of comforting the wife, g- g- comforting yeah. the wife, who's like keeping yeah. her eyes away from her husband because yeah. it could be yeah. life or death. Which again is is a point of very deliberate contrast between standoffishness, um, or between reserved. Violet and and and, and Is- Isabel. Mm. Violet standing back, not knowing what to do, while all this is is going on other than muttering things about I demand this procedure be stopped, etc., etc. Et Whereas Isabel. As a you know former nurse, she knows exactly what to do and comforts the wife. Yes, and and I think that's sort of quite a. It's a lesson. It's a lesson learned. I mean, obviously Isabel has sort of stepped over the feet, but she's not. She hasn't done anything wrong. She's got the moral upper hand, and I think Violet is very aware of this because the husband survives. The family still have a father and a husband, mm. which is which is very good. And that's when sort of Robert suggests to the doctor that Violet take on a chair. Sorry, Isabel. Oh, sorry, uh, that uh, Isabel uh, yeah. takes on a yeah. chair. What she says is that basically his his mother has ruled that hospital single-handed for far too long, and she needs some opposition. And yeah. boy, as she uh, goes, she's, she's got it. And uh, so I, mean, I think that puts. The um the, the oh, sorry, I mean that action of what Isabel has done has turned the heads of the staff that were a little bit dismissive of that situation um, and them as interlopers. I mean they're still a bit like mm, I don't like I don't like them. Da, 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 da. Um, but we'll get to the downstairs bit. So there's another little nugget of. Um, of information. I mean, there is a crossover, obviously, with the downstairs and upstairs, mm-hmm. which is at the well, back. a couple end. of major crossovers, mm. but we'll come to that. We'll come to that. So, um, and one is quite a funny one. <laughs> we'll save that to very, very last. And uh, uh, but it's it, uh, it it is very so deliciously done. But to say uh, so, Edith um, and Mary are still a little at odds. Uh, because Mary is indicating that she has bigger fish to fry, and Edith has been has came across in the ladies' ladies' living room or the ladies' lounge um, a book which had a little letter in it, which was addressed to Lady Mary. So it sounds like Lady Mary has is uh, sort of revving up a potential potential suitor. Mm-hmm. And a much more suitable one, we presume. Well, that to... Mary considers more suitable, which I think will happen next episode. But Edith um, is basically given the green light by Mary to, to if she wants to, to, to go throw her cap, throw a cap in, in, in the cousin ring Matthew at cousin Matthew, she can do. And I think, I mean, Edith is quite taken with him. Um, which, well, then again, yeah. it's a male. Which yeah. I think. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, think I think Edith would be quite taken with, like, with yes. anyone. Yes. As, so, as long as he's of, of, of appropriate standing. 
So, so now Edith has a little bit of hope. We don't see much. We don't have much of Sybil apart from a simpering. The we background. Have, we just haven't had very much of Sybil at all in these first two episodes. But obviously, that's that's being saved. That's been saved. Saved for saved, saved, for, for, saved for last. Um, so I think we've, we've we have covered quite a lot of the upstairs drama. So so we've so got, shall we pop downstairs? We'll pop downstairs. Q uh, Q sound effect. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so downstairs, the downstairs staff are not very. Um, Amiable to these new interlopers. Of the well, family. I think I think you know some, some are and some. There, there, there are degrees of uh, amiability or otherwise, because we've got we've got Miss O'Brien, who's the ladies' maid for Cora. Yeah, and and Thomas and Thomas, who are well, basically right, Peter shirts shit stirrers, and very clearly not favourable. No. To this new development. Whereas I think we can say that so Anna and uh, Mr. Bates mm. are probably less um, mm. uh, anxious about it. Mr. Carson, and I think, is trying to maintain a, a professional but there's, there's impartiality. A bit, there is a little bit of a heckle, heckler situation, heckles being raised. And it becomes apparent that Thomas, who was let out, looks looked over for the valet to um, Robert Crawley. Um, he put his, his cap in the yeah. ring to be the valet at um, Crawley House. Um, but he got passed up for, for Mosley. And what we, what we're, what's hinted at but isn't said is that there is, there is there's, there's some sort of history around Mr Mosley, you know. Mm. Um, it's, we, do, we don't know what it is yet, but there was like comments around "good to see you back" and, and things like that. So, so he he has has a life before mm. um, Downton Abbey, but we we don't know at this stage what that what that, what is. that might have been and, and and so on, or what his relationship with the the family has been previously and mm. uh, and so on. But yeah, so so Thomas and in in spite of the fact that he's very being very sniffy about the Crawleys, mm. um, it then is revealed that he applied for the job that he was being sniffy about. So, I think there's a bit of sour grapes. There is because uh, because uh, Mr. Bates because uh, Mr. Bates comments on that, and um, Thomas turns around to to, uh, to Mr. Bates and says, "Right, well, to get away from you." So it was like complete open hostility. Yeah, there. there's no love lost between the two of no. them. So, which is which is which is quite 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 amusing. Um, Daisy is um, is her batting her eyes at Thomas. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good one. Good luck with that one. Um, so, so Daisy, the the lower the, the low, lowest the actual, lowest of the lowest low. of the low the lowest maids, of the low. Uh, Mrs. Patmore sort of. Sort of makes a, a, a sort of a point, a, a, a pointed comment about. I don't think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, yes. Yeah. Clear, cl- clearly, she, Mrs. Partmore, is a little bit doubtful that Daisy's mm. affections are going to be returned by Thomas anytime, no. anytime soon. Meanwhile, William is is, is clearly is, clearly want, interested, quite interested in Daisy. In Daisy. Uh, because when they're downstairs, they're on the piano, and they they've got this like dance. They've got this magazine with a new dance with yeah. the with the, the, the bear, the grizzly bear, the grizzly or bear. Or 
and uh, uh, so uh, Thomas knows the, the the bear movement, and and sort of and Daisy joins in and has they have a lovely have, dance. Have, have a lovely little dance, and everyone's cheering and everything. And Daisy is completely enamoured because she thinks, "Oh my god, that, yeah, that's been the highlight that of first day. That's yeah, the highlight of my life. Highlight of her life so far." <laughs> Dancing the grizzly bear with, with, <laughs> with Thomas. With Thomas. <laughs> we also know about Thomas that D- Thomas's dad was a, was a clock repairer. Yes, which is why he's entrusted by Lord Grantham to wind the clocks, etc. Yes. So uh, we um, also see, um, and this is this is like slight aside, but but there's a couple of times now that we've seen Thomas and Miss O'Brien outside smoking, which is interesting because. At that time, it was relatively unusual to have to have a woman smoking in public. Really? Anyway, oh, I didn't so know that. so there's I think we're, there's a there's an indication there that Miss O'Brien isn't an ordinary no I mean, an I, ordinary I, I, woman. I Mrs O'Brien, she I mean we 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 covered Mrs O'Brien the last episode. Miss O'Brien, Miss O'Brien, sorry. Whether she's married or not. Yes, she's a miss. She's a miss. Um, miss Obviously, o- she's not married, no, but no. so Miss Miss O'Brien is is a chaos creator, and she's stirring, and she's so she's stirring with Thomas because obviously Thomas is quite um, he's one below Mister Carson in the in the run, in the rankings of the house. Um, so he has his comments would go to propagate down to the other ones. So she's. She, and she's sort of one below um, Miss uh, Mrs. That? Hughes. Mrs. Hughes, who's probably not married. Well, she isn't married. She's but, not married. But she's a Mrs. Yes. Nonetheless, it's one of those. Yes. One of those things. Um, so, but Cora walks into the kitchen with a with a button, saying, "Oh, I found the button on the driveway." Yes, just at the moment, just at the moment that Thomas and Miss O'Brien. Miss O'Brien is going full on. About hatred. how terrible the Matthew, Matthew and violence. Isabel. Isabel, sorry. Isabel. I will get the names right eventually. I yeah. have got my tick list By here. Series 6, Episode 12. <laughs> so I'll have it off, have it off pat. No, like, I am looking to get a top trump card, so I'll have every name in front of me. Because reading down the thing, I need the picture of it. I'm a very visual person. So, but I know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Maybe the people listening. And part of that printout <laughs> sitting in front of you incorporates pictures of. The yes, but that's on many pages. I need it all on one page. Well, you know, like the- a who's who game. You know, has he got a moustache? Then <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. But sorry, I, so Rob very kindly has done me a Downton Bible, but it, <laughs> it, it's so you can probably listen to me going through this. It's like forty pages long. Um, it's not forty pages. Well, it's forty sides long. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it is. A bare thirty-six. <laughs> uh, uh, but it doesn't stop me enjoying the deliciousness of it. I know who I'm talking about, but I need but you. But nobody to know. else did. But, but fortunately, I also know who he's trying to talk about. So I will offer corrections as we as we go along. So anyway, fear, Ms. Not, Mrs. fear not. Mrs. Albright is going full on hatred towards Matthew and Isabel. Um, and uh, Cora has words in front of all of the staff and saying, if we are to be friends, you are to stop talking about family that way. They are our family and they should be respected as so. And um, I'd say Mrs O'Brien's 
sort of heckles have been well and truly raised. Yeah. But she doesn't try to pretend otherwise, and she she does stick up for herself. So, so, you know, well, she I'm doesn't... entitled to my, com- my yeah. commitments. And, Miss, uh, and Cora says, say, in this house, say, you have to respect them. And then Lee, and if we're to be friends, and then when she's gone, then it's just like, well, Mr. Brian, well, I should be entitled to my own opinions, blah, 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 blah. And we are never friends. It's like, ooh. Yeah, so Mrs. O'Brien does get a little bit of revenge back, but I think she also has a lot of remorse for that revenge, but that is in a future episode. So so Mrs. O'Brien has been put in her place. Um, So meanwhile, mm -hmm. meanwhile, um, Mr. Carson is behaving slightly oddly. And er- erratically. And yeah. a little bit, is, he's more prickly than he normally is. Yeah. So, so he, thinks he, he receives a, there's a note, a note left at the back door for Mr. Carson, which he reads and frowns and mm. rushes off. And yeah. the next thing, Mr. Bates sees him skulking. There's no other word for it. Yeah. Skulking into the pub. Yes, the poop in the, the poop, the um, poop, Um So, uh, so I mean, something, something's obviously up with Carson because he's he's normally very straight laced and very by the book, by, by the book and respectable mm. and what have you. So he's doing something a little bit out of yeah, character because Anna is is skulking in the scullery mm-hmm. and sees him loading apples and presumably other bits of food stuff into a satchel mm-hmm. behaving very yes very suspiciously and as I say, the rest of the house are in the village and the, in the house we have um anna and mr bates and someone knocks on the door so mr bates goes and answers the door and this guy the sort of roughy tufty sort of sort of tweedy three-piece suits with a bowler hat but common. Common. He's a, he's a common, commoner. Common, he's a common, commoner. Common as muck. And we just walk straight into the house and goes into the and library. And demands to see Mr. Carson or uh, Lord Grantham. Mm. Lord, Lord Grantham. Um, so he's he's been... Uh, and at the same time, Sybil arrives. Um, she's been horse riding or something. Yes. And I say, so this uh, is the first time we really get to see very much of what Sybil is like as a character. Yeah. Because she... She she doesn't sort of shrug and wander off, but she's she actually gets involved in the situation. Yes, I should it, stay here so I can in case there's witness. witnesses required. Yes. So so she she kind of knows she's read the room well. Yeah, um, Anna's there trying to to, to shuttle him out. Also, um, uh, Mr. Hughes is trying to, to to shuttle him out. Anna goes and runs into the village to go and get Mr. Carson, and uh, Mr. Carson sort of. Come, uh, sorry, is is coming back through the drive, and in between that time, Robert Robert Crawley comes in. So, who is this man? And Carson comes in, and then it comes very apparent that this little oik has um, been uh, blackmailing uh, Mr. Carson yes. because Mr. Carson and the oik were in a um, a music, a music hall, hall act. act called the Two Charlies. The two Charlies. Where they they where sung they, they sung and danced. <laughs> And, and Mr. Carson is mortified. Mortified. I mean, Mr. Carson has, has sort of has, has put him up into one of the cottages, one of the empty cottages, and sort of given him food, but refused to give him money because if he gave him money and he went away, then he'd come back and do the same thing again. And it comes apparent this chap is sort of uh, on the run, 
um, but um, Robert Croy does something really quite lovely and that is he sort of says I'll give you £20 and you'll go away and you will never darken this door again and this guy says like oh, I've come back and blah, blah, blah. and it's well if you do I, I, you will have the biggest thunder coming down on your head raining on your head as humanly possible now £20 and you're going he takes the money and scurries Carson offers to, to tender his resignation mm-hmm. but Lord Grantham tells him not to be no. dramatic don't, don't be dramatic don't be, don't be so dramatic <laughs> Which was very, very lovely. And he's, I think Mr. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Crawley, Mr. Crawley is actually yeah. was, is, is, yeah. is quite amused. I said, you're in a music hall? And he said, yeah. yes. And, and I think for, for, Mr., for, for Robert, I think that having Mr. Carson knowing that he's got a little bit of a history and he says, we've always got, most of us have got chapters in our, in our lives that we wished that them to be closed. Um, but I think he's wildly amused that so this very straight-laced person was a, was a double act on the music yeah. hall circuit. Yeah. And he asked, he asked him whether he whether he misses misses those days. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but having this event because you've got Mr. Hughes, um, sorry, Mr. Bates, and you've got Anna. Um, that so their little friction of the deliciousness is um, sort of mm. is, is is building, and they're being very polite in a very sort of innuendo. Circumspect. Circumspect and sort of innuendo. Dan- dancing around each other. But you could, you could tell that, there's a little, that there is a chemistry there. Um, okay, so it's, it's quite delicious because you've got um, Mr. Carson and Mr. Bates that haven't really got off at the best tangent because uh, Mr. Carson didn't, didn't think he was suitable in the last episode for the job. But now he's seeing him in a slightly more respect, so a more respectable sort of thing. So he can appreciate him because he can, sort of. Yeah. So see. so Mister Bates and and Arno, um, who who now obviously know Mister Carson's has a history secret. Mister um, Carson was clearly expecting the whole debacle to be widely disseminated amongst the downstairs staff, and, and he'd be humiliated. Then when he realizes that actually. No one knows about it, and they've kept the secret. Mm-hmm. That goes some way, I think, to transform the relationship mm. between Mr. Carson yes. and Mr. Bates. And also, we've we've got um, the head housekeeper and uh, Mrs. Miss, Hughes, Mrs. Hughes, and uh, and Mr. Carson. Their 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 little relationships are their little sort of sort of time together is, is quite delicious and delightful because they're again they're stepping around each other yeah. but they're both got equal respect for each other and they decide to go to the presentation at the hospital when uh where isabel is being sort of inducted, inducted as, in. as the chair yes like with um violet's president so I mean, there is an element. There, there is a lot of respect because now there is more people in the house that are respecting the new Crawleys, um, and that will propagate down to the other staff eventually. Um, and any quashes have been manhandled. Although uh, the upstairs thing, sort of the family are, well, Mary especially is a little bit dismissive, and Violet is um, the, the dowager is very is a little bit dismissive about them. But and don't forget that um, there is that, that, that conversation between Cora and Mary um, 
where it's very clear that that Matthew's um, idea that a daughter was going to be thrown at him is very clearly that is correct. That is that is in the air, and, and Mary is very dismissive of that and says, and says, you know. Did, did Grandma laugh at this suggestion? It, no, it was Grandma's suggestion. Her idea. Uh, but so, so we, we, so the, the dowager is having is 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 have, having elements chipped away. She's holding standards, and she knows what should be done just to to get things through. As because her son had to marry Cora as a, sort of a dollar dollar princess. Um, so she knows what should be done, or she doesn't necessarily like it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But she's having to. She's 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 doing that for historic thing. But she also wants to have things change. But the thing is, the change changes are happening around her. Yeah. That she isn't in control of. Yeah. And I think that's so. It's it's like there's a shift. There's there is a definitely shift in power in this in this element. But there was a really nice scene um, between Matthew and um, and Violet. Um, when they were coming out of the house, um, because uh, she was getting a light in the car, and Matthew said, I said I've, I've, so she was commenting about all this being his, and, she, and he was saying, "Well, he doesn't have to be," sort of thing. So, and she, and she said, "Do you mean that?" And I said, "Yes." I mean, because he's he's reluctant to take all all of it on. Well, frank, who can blame him? Quite no, frankly, because it's um, because there was another scene earlier um, when you've got. Um, Matthew and Rob uh, and um, Robert sort of walking the grounds with the with the Labrador yeah. and saying, "Oh, so it's like you're, you're looking at Downton, looking at Downton as sort of like cracks in the stoneware and da, 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 and all this and, and all, the, all the plumbing and the pipes and the block and etc. etc. Um, Which is what Matthew sees. Uh, yeah. Lord Grantham sees more than more that. than that. It's history. It's his, his a life. life. His his life work. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so they have that 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 conversation about, you know, about how difficult it can be to maintain um, these these buildings, and he reveals that that it was almost all over in the eighteen eighties, and it was marrying into a rich, wealthy American yeah, that, heiress that, that saved saved the saved, day, saved which is to. which is, uh, and it, that was very that was it, there's there's like elements of this really lovely honesty here, which is, and it's just so gently done. Um, but with such a tongue-in-cheek sort of humour rather than a bawdy humour. But anyway, dear listeners, that is that we come to the end of episode two of Downton Abbey. Or so we'll tune in next week for episode three. If you have any tidbits or so, on social media, please let get in contact with us at at, social, uh, at Antique Dust. If you've but, got uh, any memory tips for for helping Jonathan, to Jonathan, yes. Well, to... I I know what memory tips I need to do. I need to have photos with the names under them, and I don't, where I don't have to flick through my Encyclopedia Britannica that uh, Downton Abbey. It's, it, sound, it sounds like we're into some kind of CIA style <laughs> indoctrination where we I know, flash up pictures I know, I know how my memory my, my memory and identifying things works very well and sort of lists of names and then lifting through the photographs isn't isn't one of it but I will have my top trumps Downton in front of me, so I will have all the play. So look forward to that. So unfortunately, there isn't a Downton Abbey top trump, so we have to create our own. But I have found an online service that can do that. But we'll anyway, create your own top trump. Yes, 
Yes, you can create your own top trunks. Oh my lord. So that is what is going to be done. So it's going to be... The you've, heard, you've heard it first here, folks. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for Downton merch... <laughs> Downton merch. I think there's probably a copyright thing. Yeah, I think you but, might be right. You but, might be right. But there will be... Sorry, I will be there will be a, a Downton Abbey top trumps coming here soon. We will... We'll you've heard it here, folks. First. Anyway, dear listeners, this is farewell from me, Jonathan. And it's goodbye from me, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.